Oh, hear those sleigh bells ring-a-ling-a-ling, ring-a-ling-a-ling-a-ling. Oh, yes, it's lovely weather for a sleigh ride together with you. And shove those bells inside of your asshole and your cunt. Anus, anus, anus. <laughs> anus, anus, anus. wings, tiddly wings, tiddling at your dick. Tiddling your dick. Tiddly wings, tiddly wings, tiddling at your dick. Uh, tiddle your dick. Yeah, 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 it's Christmas time. How do you feel about Christmas, Steven? Uh, deck my balls with boughs of... Deck my balls with boughs of... Jelly. Deli. Jelly. Fa-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la. But the fa-la-las are replaced with the sounds of snarfing balls. Just deck my balls with boughs of jelly. Oh, jelly. Did you say jelly or deli? Jelly, like KY jelly. Dip your balls in just a... Dip your balls in Vaseline and rub them on my face. I thought maybe... Santa's balls... I thought maybe deli was how Canadian people said, like, deli meat or something. Oh, we're going to deli. No, not not India, and not the Western Ontario town, also coincidentally named Delhi. No, we're going to Delhi. We're going to buy various luncheon meats so we can put them between two pieces of fine Canadian bread. Hmm. <laughs> you know what? You know who has good bread? Uh, Japan. I was watching Japan with these really great bread things. Ah, really great. Really great. What folks. was good about these really these great. great bread things? Really great. Really great bread. Um, really great bread from Japan. Really square. Really thick, square white bread. Like the best white bread you've ever seen. Like big, square white breads. <laughs> a big square voice. <laughs> we it love was. a big square. We love a big square white bread. It was the biggest and squarest and whitest piece of bread. And it, mm-hmm. it spoke to me as if it was my spirit animal. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you identified with this thick piece of white Japanese bread. Yeah, yeah. They were like, we are making American boys. Yeah, they are making American boys over there. That's the whole thing. Through their video games as well. Mario has made more American boys than Call of Duty. I'm going to say that. So I watched a really great video that I would encourage everyone to go find. It's a video of the Super Mario creator giving a tour of Super Nintendo World. Yeah. Which is Shigeru where wanna... Miyamoto. Yeah, Miyamoto is giving a tour of new Super Nintendo World, which is going to open in 2021, and I think we should organize a, a House of Decline trip where yeah. one lucky viewer gets to come with us to get COVID at, in Japan at <laughs> Super Nintendo World. We're setting up a House of Decline GoFundMe for our vacation to Super Nintendo World. Link in the comments. It's a sweepstakes. Uh, what it is is yeah. a, it's a sweepstakes. What we're setting up is a sweepstakes. And yeah. You enter the sw- enter to join the sweepstakes. That's how you um, uh, become a member. You have to enter to join, and we could uh, go get COVID together. What do you think? <laughs> that's what we should set up our Patreon, just vacations with us. Because mm-hmm. you know that's going to be a great time. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, we're going to eat we're, a lot we'll of We'll treat you right on a vacation. <laughs> we won't do anything We won't do anything sketchy at all. The, we no, won't get caught by the Japanese police trying to buy a little baggies of heroin in Shinjuku, no. You know what the cool thing about going on vacation with me is? Which? I, I bring all my own bagels. <laughs> and I bring <laughs> a lot. Bagels for the whole trip. Yeah, I bring enough bagels for the whole trip for everyone. Yeah, it's so, just emergency yeah. bagels. When it's like five of us, I bring 50, you know, 50, 60 bagels. 
like 50 60 bagels <laughs> you should see him at customs declaring all that shit yeah do they ever throw out your bagels do they ever throw out your oh, yeah. does the tsa ever search your bagels yeah, because one time I wanted, I was really like, you know, I don't want to let them out of my sight because they're very important to me. And I wanted mm-hmm. to bring them as check on, but they didn't let me. I had to okay. check it. I had to check my... Did the TSA search your man bagel? By which I mean your asshole? Mm-hmm. Because no. sometimes when an asshole is puffy, it looks like a bagel. You're, did they search your man really? bagel? When have you seen that? I've seen them. In, I've seen them. I've seen oh, yeah. them in like uh, that. You know the people that pump their assholes. They put like little. They put little bell jars around their assholes and pump them full of suction fume and yeah. Uh, like most their assholes judge- puff up like most uh, federal judges do that. I think. Yes, that's all the federal judges do. That that's how uh, that's it, it keeps them on their toes. Because when your asshole's yeah. really puffy, you're always sitting down on your man bagel all day, and that keeps you alert. Well, you gotta, that keeps you alert while you gotta, you're judging. you got to be standing on your tiptoes when you're a judge for your head to, to reach over the, the stand there, the podium. Well, not your, ti- your tiptoes, yes, but your tip holes as well. I think your mic is uh, messed up. Is my mic messed up? Not your, not your good mic, but your, your other mic, I think. Hmm? Do you hear a grinding noise in the background? <laughs> there was a grinding noise. There was. Okay, that's my dog <laughs> chewing on an antler. I'm going to take this away from him. Well, you he might be you very got upset. Diego an antler, right? I got Diego, to, yeah, yeah. I got Diego an antler. It's a, it's a reindeer antler. It's Christmas themed. It's from Pet Value. Ah, oh, right. So that's the topic of the day. Christmas, right? Mm-hmm. The birth of our Lord Jesus Christ is was on Christmas. Uh, yes, it is the birth of our Lord Jesus Christ. Uh, we are a Calvinist podcast, so we are going to, uh, of course, honor uh, the birth of old buddy boy. Uh, what he, this baby, see this baby, we're going to ripen him up about 30, 33 years. You know, we're going to slaughter this motherfucker. And this guy, can you believe this deal? Can you believe this deal we're getting? All the sins, gone away forever. All you got to do is accept that that guy... Just did it for the sins, and then you're done. You know, you can do whatever. You can fuck a cow. You can, like, jizz on your on your uncle. You can, like, take a knife to a communist baby. And, you know, nothing will happen because you accept this sacrificial babe, this little sacrificial beb right here, the Lamb of God, Jesus named was a so for his baby? blood sacrifice. Did you, just, yeah. did you just say Jesus was a communist baby? Uh, I, I'm, no, I'm saying, like, if you take a knife to a little communist how, baby, like, you know, so many you. people did in Vietnam. Oh, oh, okay, you're talking about Vietnam. Those babies were how communists, though, so they had to take them out. What? Huh? You know, in Vietnam, all the communist babies? <laughs> anyway, we're taking our boy, our little bub, Baby J, and we're ripening him up, you said. Mm-hmm. What did you mean by that? Well, you know, uh, see, in order for Jesus to become the sin machine, mm-hmm. uh, he needs to absorb a lot of sins. That's why he needs to hang out with, you know, the 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 sex workers and the thieves. But you know, he's got to absorb all them sins and become really the sin think, balloon. Don't you really think that Jesus was an alien? No, nah, no, nah, I don't think Jesus was an alien. I, I do think that uh, God has... One big sperm that is iridescent, and he just shoved that shit into Mary. 
and oh. uh, that was Jesus. I think you can get like something like that at FYE. <laughs> <laughs> Woo, I've got my big iridescent sperm. I'm going to take it to Coachella, which is online this year. Oh, shit. Is it? Who's headlining? I don't know. I don't know who's headlining. Is it, is it uh, Rage Against the Machine, but we play quiet now because Sony <laughs> told us to? What was the name of the name of Tom Morello's sensitive guitar political project? I think it was called The Night Watchman. The Night Watchman. But the Night Watchman. Dark. Yeah, I had that album. I downloaded it. It was weird and not great. Mm-hmm. I gave, I would give it five stars out of ten. <laughs> oh, bad. Uh, there the the best podcast bit to do a to shout out another uh, the Trailbillies did centrist Zach De La Roca mm-hmm. recently and yeah. that shit that well, shit had aren't, me. Aren't, isn't stitches. rage like weren't they weren't they being like wear a mask vote for Biden? <laughs> yeah, but that's the direction of such is the direction of all you know bands that tend to radicalism but end up needing money to justify their lifestyles. Uh, I don't know. I'm sure Zach De La Roca doesn't live poorly. I don't know how Zach De La Roca lives. I can't describe any attitude towards him. Yeah, he lives in I mean, a Tom monastery. Tom Morello's a Harvard grad. Yeah, he lives in a monastery. Zach De La Roca lives in a monastery? Yeah, yeah he, he does not use money. <laughs> Zach De La Roca. The real deal, yeah. man. Um, he renounced Memon a long time ago. Yeah. He, that motherfucker prays. To, to, like, the angry rap god for 17 hours a day. Yeah, dude, he only eats sweet potatoes that he grows in his backpack. Yes. It's really, uh, you know, great for him. It, It's amazing. It, these sweet potatoes he reads gentle poetry to as well. He he. Have you ever heard Zach De La Roca, like, read really gentle Emily Dickinson-like poetry <laughs> in, like, just a whisper-quiet voice to his sweet potatoes? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> do you know any Emily Dickinson? <laughs> I don't. You need a second to pull some up. How do, how does the quiet light breach the slant of light when you find your sweet potato each? The yams and my cousin. Very quiet, Zach De La Roca. Yeah. Uh, and now, uh, yeah. So, uh, I'm not. We shouldn't pill for a trillbillies, but go watch that episode, whichever one it is. Well, we're we're, but, we're uh, just doing a topical twist. It's a topical twist. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's it's the new segment on House of Decline. It's a topical twist. <laughs> well, we What's take, topical in the news today? Well, let's take someone else's bit and do it slightly different. Okay, we're gonna do someone else's bit. What's a good bit? Uh, we're gonna do uh, all of those Tina Fey blackface bits from Thirty Rock, but way better. <laughs> Ooh. Is We're going to convey that. Is it blackface if you're playing a white person doing blackface? If a black man is a white man playing a black man? So No, what we're going to do is there's going to be a movie of the making of 30 Rock. <laughs> right? And someone's going to have to play Tina Fey in, ba- in blackface. Tina Fey wasn't in blackface. Jane Krakowski was in blackface. Oh, so we're going to have to hire someone to play Jane Krakowski. In also, blackface. John Hamm was in blackface also once. John <laughs> who are we going to get to play John Hamm? Mm. A piece of ham. Yeah, who could? Who would be able to play John Hamm? Who else is as John Hamsome? Uh, I, I like we should just have. Uh, we have movies where celebrity. <laughs> yeah, Elijah Wood <laughs> is John Hamm. <laughs> 
He's on like he's wearing he he's on short little stilts. <laughs> he has a lot of chin putty. <laughs> yeah, they should get uh, what's that the kid's name? Harry Potter. Hmm. They should get Daniel Radcliffe. Yeah, he's the same guy as Elijah Wood. They have he the can, same. Yeah, life. Daniel. Radcliffe. They're the same guy, same yeah. life. They're fantasy boys. They're little fantasy fantasy twinks. That must be fun. It must be fun to, to be a fantasy twink. I would. Oh man, that's my fantasy is to be a fantasy twink. You really? You want to be like the guy that played Link in Zelda, mo- the movie? There was a Zelda the movie. No, I'm saying that you know there will be once Nintendo. I think they does, oh, yeah. you know, decides to. Nintendo's already sold out enough to make us fucking Super Nintendo World. <laughs> yeah. There's gonna be some uh, Zelda movies coming up. I think there has been talk of a Netflix, of a Netflix deal. Oh. <laughs> Hold on, vamp for one second. I need to hide this thing from my dog in order to end the grinding noise. Well, I haven't noticed any grinding noise, but I did notice that your um, camera on your computer just sort of fell behind the desk, and I can now see underneath your your desk, and I'm seeing all kinds of interesting things down there. Several origami used condoms, that is, condoms that you have used and then played with to turn into origami. Um, I see a seahorse origami used condom. I see a starfish origami used condom. And uh, I see various crumbs, Fritos, honey twisted barbecue Fritos. They're honey twisted and they're barbecue Fritos. I get the family. Well, you see. You see, the condom's got to get rigid before I turn them into origami. So you gotta, you gotta, um, you, you know, it's like a curing house for various cured meats. Only it's, only it's cum and used condoms. <laughs> <laughs> we aged the the condom origami for three years. Yeah, that's very. There's it's a very real French art. Yes, you must the have, French adopted it because yeah. it was fun. Because you know how there's like that. In the uh, in the nineteenth century, in the late nineteenth century, there was the Japonais mm-hmm. style in France, right? Claude Debussy uh, <laughs> even borrowed a lot of his uh, harmonic eclipse. Claude Debussy. Debussy. I get up in Debussy. Uh, that's a Family Guy joke. Uh, fucking uh, yeah, but yeah, his sense of harmony was very influenced by the pentatonic melodies. That he heard at uh, World's Fair in Japan. I mean, in in Paris, and so, and also from Indonesian gamelan as well. So there was a ob- mm-hmm. general obsession with Asian culture among the bougie class in late nineteenth century France. So that's where we get the origami from, and then the cum part was the French. Oh, the cum part was okay. That con- see, that's cultural appropriation, but that's cultural fusion. I like know? World's Fair. Is uh, Can we do another World's Fair? That's what we've really been missing, yeah. is a World's Fair. I think we've been missing it. Where, like uh, a really good World's where Fair. Where we could show off all the new technology that we've developed as nation states. Like, I think Russia has a microwave gun that they've been using on diplomats. Um, it's been happening <laughs> more and more. Uh, diplomats, American diplomats are complaining of like, like ear-splitting headaches and a strange noise coming out of nowhere, and then they like throw up blood, and then their eyes bleed, and then their brains. Maybe that's just like the atmosphere. 
That's the atmosphere of Russia. That's not. It was happening in Cuba, though, and it was like uh-huh. only diplomats buy like the Russian embassy, and yeah, I think the Russians have a microwave gun. That's pretty cool. I'm sure if the Russians have a microwave gun, the Americans have a microwave gun. No, we, we know the Americans. Nu- I don't think so. I think we don't have a microwave gun, and we have nuclear-powered drones that fly mm. like Star Wars spaceships. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Uh, Star Wars is a lot more sinister when they're nukes. You know, they <laughs> they never show. <laughs> What if, like, in all of Star Wars, they were just using nukes the whole time and everyone has horrible radiation burns? I mean, I guess that's the point of Starship Troopers, that's where how, it's like the Empire everywhere. has to start somehow, and we're doing it now. Did you see the guard, like, the new Guardians poster? So, in the, the sp- Guardians, uh, the no, Space Force. In Space Force, Trump put up this piece of propaganda, and in Space Force, there's going to be Guardians. Guardians. Like, yeah, branding it like a Marvel movie, like Guardians of the Galaxy. It's awesome. I mean, it, the the symbol looks, it's very much the Star Trek symbol. Yeah, uh, he's combining Which is funny because Star stuff. Trek is, yeah. Star Trek is a utopian communist vision of the future. Yeah, I'm coming out. Guardians. As pro-Trump 2024, bring the Space Force back. Mission to Mars. Red Dead Space Redemption. Space Force. We're going to kick Mars in the nuts. Yeah. We won't we won't have sad little robots on Mars. We'll have angry men on Mars. Well, I do think uh, when Trump runs again, it's going to be on something like Biden destroyed the military. He did it. It's destroyed again. I mean, I, only I can build it back. No, Biden, he, he won't be able to run on that because Biden's going to start a fucking war. I guarantee it. Uh, I guarantee Biden's going to start guarantee. a fucking war. guarantee. He's your friend. I guarantee. <laughs> I guarantee. I'm not politically savvy, but if not a war, he's going to start a costly and stupid police action. Yeah, well, that's uh, what that's what the one and the same, buddy. Yeah, that's how there it has to go. be. A, an, it's an action. It's a military action. Otherwise, Congress would have its nuts cut off once again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, punked. Congress got but punked. Yeah, Biden has more or less said so many, many times that ah, Joe, hey, Jack, we plan to reassert ourselves on the world stage you know oh, do yeah. obama style like pseudo covert international meddling in places like yemen they he better not if he knows what's good for him if he wants to win mm. he better not he uh m- maybe maybe we need another maybe we just need one win you i know? think we just what, need one win i think what he's gonna do is do a bunch of horrible shit and then Use Facebook and Google to censor it so we don't find out. Whoa. Yeah, bro. You re- you really think the Dem establishment is that dialed in with yeah. Facebook and Google? Yeah, he's appointed uh, Facebook and Google people to, like, high up government, like, bure- uh, like stuff. I'll have to find it. Let me see. Hold, hold, please, I think, while I search. Well, that's the weird thing about Facebook is, like, they get just as much right-wing money as they get uh, left-wing money. It's sort of like... Yeah, Facebook they, likes whoever's in power. Facebook tends to yeah. like whoever's in power. But, yeah, they're always courting Facebook. Facebook is the bell of the ball because it is the information control. And so uh, everyone needs to suck up to it. Yeah, so I don't think you can, like... I think Google, you could say, is more reliably, like, Democrat-leaning. May I don't know. I don't think any of these, any of these, 
they, like you said, they like whoever's in power and whoever won't hinder their economic growth in any serious way. That is their concern above all else, beyond morality, beyond all else. It, it is, it's just about, it's just about the money. These crooks, these goddamn crooks, all of them out there. Yeah. Worshipping mammon. Well, we don't want too many Fucking Facebook... Fucking their mothers. We don't want too many Facebook and Google uh, appointees. They're, these are people Biden is appointing that are currently working for Facebook and Google, like, on, like, security departments and stuff. Like, it's not great. And since we're bringing this antitrust legislation against Facebook and Google, now is not a good time to appoint Facebook and Google people into the government. Yeah. I like how everyone is very excited. Haha, Ajit Pai is getting out of the FCC. Now welcome a thousand Google Stooges. Has they have, have they announced who the FCC guy is going to be? I don't know. But hopefully, oh, I mean, the one the, that's the one thing, at least net neutrality is uh, going to be a thing again. Google doesn't benefit from anti-net neutrality facebook yeah. doesn't benefit from it's it. true we get net neutrality back we get being able to say whatever you want online yeah except Hell maybe not yeah. except maybe not well, probably not facebook doesn't let you yeah they don't let you say whatever you want anymore i can't say horrible inflammatory things <laughs> i can't I, twitter's always been i can't i mean people science. are pretty quick to report on twitter so i want to deny it's science. easy i love denying science it's fun Science denial. This my this is this is Jerry Vile Science Denial. It's your with your host, Jerry Vile. And today we're talking about evolution. Didn't happen. Didn't, it didn't happen. happen. This is my guest, Hank Hank uh, Gregory Stump. You can't uh, prove it. You can't uh, Mr. prove it. Mr. Stump, yeah. you have you have a PhD in science denial. I sure as hell uh, do. From University of Virginia at Tennessee. <laughs> and uh, Mr. Stump, what what can you say about the, the fraud, Charles Darwin? All right, Charles Darwin. You think fraud? You think frog? You think how did man come from a frog? Because it's a fraud. I tell you, it's as simple. As God created us, and that's what happened 6,000 years ago. Why do you have to keep asking questions? I just told you, and I'm a doctor. I'm a doctor of three kinds of things. Science, religion, and also administration at the University of West Virginia, Tennessee, the Utah, separate Utah campus. That's three doctors. We yeah. should be we should be calling you Doctor, 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 <laughs> uh, Henry Gregory Stump, uh, Doctor, Doctor, Doctor. If di if Jill Biden, if Doctor Jill <laughs> Biden, otherwise known as Cookie, otherwise known as Hot Lips, otherwise known as uh, oh oh Grand Lady, <laughs> if she were into denying science, she'd she'd be in she'd be on the show. But she's into allying with science uh which which is uh, my nickname for joe biden science, he is science was basically made up by one or two guys in germany in the nazis time nazis and they use science is that what you want is that what you want to be associated with is the nazis you want to be associated the nazis those science yeah. users is that who you want is that because that's who used science they use the most science in fact <laughs> 
<laughs> That's why we brought all of them over here to do more science. You know who used you the, know that the, the second most science? The second most user of science? Who Stalin. You, who you? It was Stalin. Stalin. Yeah. It was Stalin. Third it was the most, commies. Third most? Mao. Mao. Mao was a scientist. Top three science users. Those were the top three scientists were Hitler, Mao, <laughs> Mao and Stalin. All of them scientists. <laughs> yes. We don't like them here. Yeah. That's High why. body count from that's science. Why, we're denying that. That's why we only accept um, rumor and uh, what's the other thing we conjecture? use? Conjecture. Conjecture. <laughs> rumor. Know. Conjecture. Uh, myth. Fiction. Fictions. Myth. 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 Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Intuition. <laughs> Uh, street uh, smarts. Street, street, street smarts. smarts. Street smarts. Yeah. No more. We're going to replace science with street smarts. That's <laughs> what we need to do. You can no longer get STEM PhDs. You can get street smarts PhDs. Street smarts is a good name for like a candy, you know? Okay. St street. What would be in the street smarts candy? Like it would be like a sour candy, like Smarties, but these are street smarts. Oh, uh, you would brand them to? They would be they would be urban candy, yes, urban themed candy. <laughs> I want to go to Smarties and be like, okay, enough of this e Easter Sunday la di da frilly hat wearing Smarties. We're going with street smarts, and it's cool. <laughs> it's cool. It's yeah, cool enough urban. of your bonnet wearing <laughs> Kentucky Derby wilting dowager fucking <laughs> shit. We're going to make the goddamn Wu-Tang Clan of fucking sweet tarts. Yeah. <laughs> these fucking these fucking things. I don't know. What's what's popular? Wu-Tang Clan is an old. We're going to make the trippy red of fucking sweet tarts. Well, you tarts. think sweet tarts would sue Smarties if Smarties came out with uh, street smarts? Okay, so Smarties in America are those terrible, like, chalky candies that you get in a tube, right? Yeah, the tubular little... Little tablets of sour yeah. chalk. In Canada, the things that we call Smarties are actually pretty good. Those They're like M&M's, but they taste better. Hey, they yeah. I've been to Canada. I've had your Smarties. They don't taste better than M&M's. Okay, well, we, we just have to agree to disagree on this. I find that phrase to be trite. I don't like the phrase agree to disagree. I like it. It seems like I like, it's... I, uh, I like it, I guess. <laughs> I guess we'll just to agree to disagree on whether you forced uh, forcing me to agree to this. <laughs> I like the I fucking disagree. Uh, <laughs> uh, that's someone convincing someone to have sex. Well, I guess we're just gonna have to agree to disagree, which means we agree. So. <laughs> Uh, yeah, that's how it works every time. Works every time I ever tried it. Yeah, that was Dustin Hoffman's move. <laughs> yeah. Dustin Hoffman came out relatively unscathed from Me Too. Well... I haven't seen him in any movies, but I'm yeah. sure he's doing fine. Sure. I mean, that, you know, his, it just means his legacy has been tarnished. And these guys are... People who are famous, that's all they care about is their legacy. Because they want their fame to extend throughout time. That's the, that's the desire for fame. That people will speak has of you. anyone has any like artist or media person foundational to your personality or that you hold very dear? Have they been canceled for any reason? That I because I was thinking about dear? it. To, hmm. Yeah, I was thinking about it today, and it's like I didn't like I didn't care about like Louis C.K. enough to like not instantly discard him or like 
my I don't care about Michael Jackson or R. Kelly. It like didn't hurt when I found out about those things the way because sometimes you see people they find out about those things and they're so attached to those media figures that they get bummed out about it, which yeah. is a very funny emotion to have. Oh no, the guy I liked raped a bunch of people. Yeah. Oh no. That happened to me when uh, I heard that Michael J. Fox says a lot of swear words. I was like, no, that can't be true. <laughs> no, no, come on. He's such a good guy. Doc. He's such a good guy. What not, the fuck is, not MJ. What the fuck is up your asshole, Doc? <laughs> that, that's more. Doc! <laughs> Doc! Your mother's a fucking cunt, Doc! <laughs> We gotta go back in time to shove you back up your mother's cunt, Doc! Marty! What are you saying that for? Is he dead? Marty! Does Lloyd. Uh, I'm gonna shit all over your teeth, Marty! Christopher Lloyd, is he dead? He's alive. Oh He's my still God. kicking. Uh, yeah, no one. I mean, David Bowie fucked a 14 year old, but David Bowie never got canceled. The 14 year old is not. It was rave reviews from the 14 year old, though, I thought. Laura, yeah, but it's, you still can't, you know. You can't, you know. Even if you got like a five star underage sex review, you still can't do the underage sex. Uh, some people just did, like totally escaped all that shit. Like Steven Tyler, uh, they were all they were all underage. Yeah, most musicians while. get. A I call pass. it Riverdaling. They yeah. were all doing a Riverdale. Most for musicians a while. get a pass. I'm sorry. It's what. It's just yeah. what we decided as a culture. We can't go after everyone. It's a lot. It's a <laughs> lot of work to cancel everyone. There's a lot of headaches, and we like Led Zeppelin. Okay. Yeah, and people like classic rock, and they like singing about big dicks and and squeeze my lemon. I'm Led Zeppelin. Squeeze my <laughs> lemon. Hello. This is normal. Our that's song lemons. Is, that's what my testicles are exactly like what lemons. What the fuck do we think Squeeze My Lemon is about? Our dumbass society. <laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe it turns out, uh, what, who did they steal that song from? Did they steal it from Lead Belly? Who did they steal it from? They um, stole it from some blues musician. Yeah, and then uh, they kicked him down a flight of stairs and... They, yeah. And but the problem is his te- he was describing his testicles as lemons because they were severely inflamed due to testicular cancer. Really? We could have saved that guy. He was he was describing horribly jaundiced inflamed testicles. I'll tell you someone I did not want to believe that Lance Armstrong should be canceled. I thought that was a travesty. Yeah, I think we've all where everyone else was doped up, so it was fair. Yeah. Yeah. And he had one testicle. He's my and hero. He was married to Cheryl Crow. I love him so much. I love him <laughs> really? so much. Yeah, I love. Did Lance you love Lance? Really? Yeah, I was pissed. Like genuinely. I I was watching Tour de France like every summer. Wow! Whoa! I didn't know know this about that. You you had a brief stint as I, a bicycling enthusiast. Yeah, I, I was not like that invested but i was like fuck yeah lance armstrong's won it seven times in a row and now they're taking them all away all of them just because he had a whole bunch of drugs he was doing a whole bunch of drugs and forcing a bunch of other people to do drugs and like enforcing a code of silence and threatening to hurt people if they didn't do the drugs just because of that <laughs> well, <laughs> well you know hey he, they all needed to be big beefy bicycle boys yeah you know I like the idea of, like, Lance Armstrong. <laughs> I like the idea of uh, him being like, oh, the, your quads, are they ropey enough? Are they 
ropey enough, Jacques. Yeah. Oh no, Monsieur Armstrong, no, Mr. do not Armstrong. inject me with steroids again. Yeah, he comes again. over and he's like feeling your muscles really <laughs> intensely and being like, these don't yeah. seem big enough. Looking <laughs> you directly in the eye. I want him to feel like just tree trunks. I want them to feel like a bunch of baseball bats held together with binder twine. Yeah. It's nothing right now, Jean-Luc. No, Monsieur Armstrong, you are making me feel all body dysmorphia. No. That was really when the U.S. Post Office started its decline because he was like a huge they were a sponsor of him and when that the, the U.S. Uh, bike team has been destroyed because of that and the post office was heavily invested in them and that's who we should blame for, for why I'm not getting my fucking packages. I ordered a bidet for my asshole to make it sparkling clean. Mm. I got the bleach one where you can, that's, you can bleach your asshole every time you poop. Have you seen that? It's great. You can, you can use store bleach. What? Yeah, you can use store-bought bleach. I'm mm. just squirting bleach in my asshole. It's great. The skin is Have peeling. I- have I mentioned before the thing that I want is an attachment for your asshole that's like that that makes the Play-Doh shapes? <laughs> <laughs> that's cool. that's the thing. That'd be cool. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't want the star one. Do you have to insert it? Uh, no, you wouldn't have to insert it. It would be um it's like a belt. It would be like on. uh yeah. It would be like a suction cup and uh a funnel and a tube situation. Yeah. An adjustable rack. I want a prosthetic attachment so that I can insert confetti into the sperm duct. <laughs> right at the end. <laughs> Surprise! <laughs> yeah. Just once a year, you know, on their birthday. Uh, oh my god, can you imagine your partner? What did they die of? A thousand paper cuts in their uterus. <laughs> 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 I thought it would be festive. What else I is fun know. to do? What else is fun to do? Hide Christmas gifts up your ass. Hiding Christmas <laughs> gifts. We, got, we have a lot of tubular gifts this, yeah. this Christmas. We got Pringles and tennis balls again. <laughs> <laughs> there we the only way I can hide these gifts. That's the uh, only way I can hide these gifts. We live in such a small apartment. You're going <laughs> to. That's what they get. That's what we get every year. Just Pringles and tennis balls, and occasionally a baguette. Mm, mm, mm. Mm. And it has Nutella on it. Yeah. Cucumber for Easter. <laughs> <laughs> what? You mean your family didn't do Easter cucumber? <laughs> you put salt on it. Mm. <laughs> yeah, it really, <laughs> really. Really wipes away the stink of dad's ass. <laughs> you never, you've never, you've never had dad cured Easter cucumber. You're not living. You haven't lived the 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 good Calvinist lifestyle. The you haven't been the good Lord Bird. Oh yeah, you were watching the new show about John Brown, the good Lord Bird. John Brown, starring good Lord Bird, Ethan Hawke. Ethan Hawke. Um, it's good. So I what think. happens? Does the Civil War happen? Or does it not do what, that? He, he does the Civil War. Well, no, the Civil he War. Before the Civil War. Yeah. He died before it. Ethan Hawke incites the Civil War by being very annoying. Is he annoying? That is... Oh, no. No, well, that, I, the show is actually good because uh, I, I've, I have made some cursory 
examination of John Brown's history, and he was a weird, unpleasant, annoying guy. And uh, according to most, bi- he was a hero. He was absolutely a hero. I would, I would go so far. And hero is a stupid term, and it's reductive. But you know, as someone who I believe did pretty much objective good for the world and inspired people to do good, you know, I think you could call him that. But he was also just a fucked up dude. And I, I think that's what's also great about his character is like, um, you can be a deeply unpleasant and weird and strange person and still, you know, uh, rise above that to do something great. Uh, and Ethan Hawke plays him as such. Ethan Hawke plays him as, you know, fanatical and unlikable and quick to anger and, you know, very flawed. But also, uh, the show, the show is firmly on John Brown's side, which is nice. You know, they didn't do a, like, a both sides lib thing. Although, uh, its portrayal of Frederick Douglass is pretty, uh, weird as well. Frederick Douglass is played by David Diggs from Hamilton slash Clipping fame. And I, I like Clipping. I don't like Hamilton so much. But, uh... They portray, like, uh, Frederick Douglass is kind of like a lib who's like, ah, we cannot support hmm. this violence. Really? When? Oh, yeah. I think yeah. That, I think Frederick Douglass said something like that, though. I think it might be exact. I mean, the the show is obviously exaggerated for historical effect, I think but I could said, see people uh, taking too, umbrage with that depiction of Douglass. I think he said something like that, but then I think he revised it. I don't remember. I think he yeah. may have said a couple of things about him, though. Breaking yeah, news, I, I though. Think breaking news. You, US, breaking news. U.S. is going... The United States is going to give the vaccine to essential workers before elderly people. Good. I don't know about that. Don't need the elderly. Don't need them for the economy. I don't, Drains. I don't agree with this. I think they should give it to the old people first. Why? Because the other thing is obvious eugenics? Because um, the old people are the ones who could die. The younger yes, but they're a burden on Social Security, and they don't oh. to make the money. Oh, I guess that. I guess you. You. you that's your. I, that's your. That's your. Oh, so that's your. It's a money game. I it's see. a money game. It's all about. It's, it's all about the game. dollars. It's all about the cents. Now you I gotta see. follow the money. It's you a money thing. You follow the drugs, you get nothing. You follow the pussy, you get nothing. Oh, you follow the little no, shit, it, the the snail trail mean, left by you. you <laughs> Everyone in power, it's a money thing. Uh, it's falling into place now. It's all a money game. I figured it out. Thing. It's all about the cash. Um, it well, was yeah, never It was never about the amusement park dreams. It was all about the cash. Why Why shouldn't older people get it first? I think they should. Uh, I think they should. Because they don't produce. They are burdens. Ah. Uh, but they're the ones who's dying, and the doctors still have to try to save them. Yes, but uh, those doctors are essential. So, you know... Lame. You, you don't put on your oxygen mask on your kid first, you know? That's what I'm saying. Uh, even yeah, if your kid is the kids just blue the in the face... We're not talking about the, if, giving the kids the vaccine. God... Yeah, it's terrible. You don't put it on. You don't put it on the old. You don't put it on your infirm grandma sitting next to you on on the plane. Uh, you put it on yourself first. Even if your grandma is gasping at you, tears in her eyes, saying, "Please, I'm dying." Don't, don't. 
She doesn't know anything. She's stupid. That's why she's old. Well, and uh, that's how America treats its elderly. Yeah, it that's sucks. how the West treats the we elderly. We gotta figure out a better way to treat the elderly. What do you think? Do we should put them all inside a big warehouse with no beds and a concrete floor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we put them in a. Uh, here's what we do. Give them each we a sheet. Eminent domain one of those gigantic Bass Pro Shops pyramids. And uh, that's where all of them live now. Mm. You, you just go into the pyramid, and it becomes, you know, the glass tomb. And that's where you go once you're uh, 70, and we force you to go to the glass tomb. We could have done 65, so but we were generous. Us. Yeah, so thank us yeah. for our generosity. Yeah. So at, when you reach 70, you go into a pyramid, and you yeah, don't... Yeah, you go into a Bass Pro Shops pyramid. And you don't come out, and all we give you is a, sh- a single sheet. We take all your clothes and money and glasses from you, so you're... You're just naked except for one single sheet, and mm-hmm. you wander the corridors of a yeah. giant and there, there's food floor. around. You'll find food on the floor. There are drops. Uh, you know, just like in video games, you'll find, like, a, a hamburger on the floor. That's what you get. I found a great hamburger store that I want to go to. It's in Wisconsin. It's a five-hour drive. It's called Cops. Okay. It's called Cops with a K. K-O-P-P-S. Cops. They've okay. been making hamburgers for 93 years. It's in Wisconsin. It's a lot of years. I really want to go, even though it's a five-hour drive, and get... They have a they have a double burger with three pieces of cheese. And they got frozen custard and mirrors on the walls. So you can look at yourself in your ugly, fat glory <laughs> as you order three double cheeseburgers, each one with three pieces of cheese. Wisconsin American cheese. That's Wisconsin the good stuff. Wisconsin cheese. The Wisconsin American cheese is like a little bigger, a little thicker. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's like yeah. the Japanese white bread of cheese. Maybe we could marry the two somehow. Yeah. Oh, my God. We got we to gotta get some, some Japanese Wisconsinites over there. You know oh yeah, domo arigato, Mister yeah. <laughs> Roboto. That's front. That's in. <laughs> it's in Fargo. <laughs> oh, remember? Oh, I'm so sorry. I slept with your wife. <laughs> remember? <laughs> uh, I like the idea of. Uh, I wait, wait. Which Fargo? Which scene in Fargo? No, that's the movie Fargo. The very first scene. The, of the movie, movie Fargo. Fargo. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> Margie, I just love her. I'm so sorry. Margie. I'm so sorry. Uh, I like the idea of a uh, Wisconsinite anime, a Wisconsinite weeaboo. Yo, I dude. really like Naruto. You know it's happening. Let's go. We let's go to Wisconsin. You know it's happening on the streets of Wisconsin. There's like a because the gaming shop has closed and the the boys don't have any place to sit their fat butts and play uh, Warhammer and and Yu-Gi-Oh, <laughs> the card game. <laughs> They're just out on the street. You have activated my trap card. Yeah, Yu-Gi-Oh is hella popular, dude. Is it still popular? Hell yeah. Hell yeah. How do you know? How do you know? I got my ear to the ground. How do you gauge? You got your ear to the Yu-Gi-Oh ground? I follow them (laughs) all. What are these Yu-Gi-Oh players telling you? I follow them all on social media. Well, first of all, they're telling me that the election was a fraud and that Donald Trump is still the president and he's going to be president on January 21st. You heard oh, it here first. we have activated yeah. his trap card. <laughs> you heard it here first. Actually, maybe you didn't hear it here first. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
Yeah, I think we should become a uh, Biden, uh, Donald Trump uh, conspiracy podcast. Oh, no. Uh, I don't believe in any conspiracies. What conspiracies do I believe in? All of the conspiracies I believe in actually happened, like Gladio. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, building seven collapsed due to neglect. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> it's true. No one can. Building seven wasn't going to collapse, but then a guy who was just mad at nine eleven like hit a keystone of the building yeah. when he was like, "Ah, fooey! Nine eleven's happening!" Anger, and he anger punch the bottom of yeah. the building. I'm going to anger punch like, this ah. cinder block, and oh no! Yeah, a, a crack appeared. Mm-hmm. You know, like Ice Age. And the whole building came down, and we can blame Giuseppe for that. Well, in thir- another 30 years, and our, uh, everyone in America is going to be so fucking stupid that we're going to just be like, oh, Hulk did it. Hulk smashed it. He was real. <laughs> Hulk, Hulk was, did Building 7. It was Hulk. Uh, as as <gasps> the world blurs between fiction and reality. Did you ever Americans. see the movie Millennium Actress? No. It's, a, it's an anime by Satoshi Khan. And uh, it, it sort of features a, an actress recounting her life in film, but also confusing things that happened in movies with things in her life, which actually does happen to, you know, older, you know, infirm, dementia-ridden actors. It's also, you know, uh, uh, in Sunset Boulevard, mm-hmm. you know, I'm, I'm ready for my close-up, Mr. DeMille. She's confusing reality with fantasy. And it feels like... That's happening to us on a collective level. Yeah. Like, we've all just started embracing... We're all ready for our close-up, Mr. DeMille. You know, we've we've just sort of started going into that level of comfort where, as you said, you know, the Hulk did Building 7, you know, all of the MCU is just going to become the, the U, the regular universe. I hope not. It's happened with um, war movies. Like, I think <clears throat> we've seen... War movies have an influence on people in the military in a fucked up way. Like I don't know what's a what uh, what's a war movie that convinced people to go into Top Gun convinced a huge amount of people to go into the Air Force. Yeah, well, the the war movies are like sort of how we indicate how we perceive the soldiers, and it's engaging in a feedback loop with them, and that feedback loop started in the fifties. Yeah, and you know, with all the World War Two movies, yeah, Audie Murphy movies, and that has continued. That you know, through yeah. now we're in, and it's the Marvel movies too. I mean, the Marvel movie people no. like take a look and find out how many people in the military are connected to Marvel movies. You won't, you won't, uh, have yeah, to, you won't have to search for very long before you find many connections. Mm-hmm. It's yeah, all just I a guess big, those uh, are war movies. Like, what's the last war movie? Like Fury. By David Iyer that I can think of. What was another one? Yeah, they've uh, stopped doing. I guess Dunkirk. They've stopped doing as many of the of the war movies, but Mark Wahlberg was doing some of that same stuff. The government has been really letting us down with their movie making. Like, see, that's what's funny about the Avengers is they they aren't war war movies. They're police action right. <laughs> movies. The Avengers keep doing police action without the permissions of Congress. So and when and when they said, "Hey, you guys have to get permission from Congress," Captain America's like, "No, it's Captain America is really like Bush level neocon interventionism, but it's justified in the Marvel world because it, you're it's an existential nightmare of monsters constantly." Mm. I yeah, I think that the Marvel movies are generally like 
we have a really weird ideology about governing and the right of the the majority of people they're like the rights of the majorities it's like, oh yeah they're politically monstrous if you'd like weird. bother to think about them a little like even a little uh f- right from the get-go i think i've mentioned before that the iron man movie like the arc of the movie is that he realizes that oh terrorists are using stark weapons so then he builds a more effective weapon mm-hmm. <laughs> which is no that's not the lesson you stop making weapons <laughs> he oh, builds no. he builds like the most efficient energy source in the world that will end poverty and hunger but also powers the most powerful weapon in the world i think yeah, we've done hilarious. that i think the united states has done we have a fusion reactor that works really well that we could deploy everywhere and solve energy crises and not have to use fossil fuels nearly as much and that we're just not doing it that's my conspiracy iron man is the cruelty of capitalism Mm -hmm. and at the end of the day he takes credit for stopping thanos like an elon musk when it was the work of all those gals (laughs) like in like in hidden figures hidden figures exactly You see that? There was a bunch of black women doing calculations that's, for, that's, for Tony Stark, yeah. and you never saw them. We should make. You never saw them. Why don't we make that into a comic book, and then Marvel has, and then Disney has to make that into a fucking movie? Uh, they that's they're how, already. <laughs> that's how it works these days. You don't write screenplays yeah. anymore. You have to write a fucking comic book first, and then yeah. maybe it'll get made into a movie. And that's that's what you got to do. And even so, you, you you have to write several comic books because they take elements of several different comic books and mash them together yeah. for movies. Yeah. Because so. they don't <sighs> yeah, they don't really have writers. They have they have like three year olds who do um, they do glue projects. That's how the executives uh, write movies these days. Is they have their kids, and they give mm-hmm. their kids they print it out on a little pieces of paper, and then they have the kids glue each plot point in order and then that's how they decide the movie it's random that way it's kind of like a mm-hmm. like a john cage composition it's, uh, it's, it's like a, a found, very advanced process yeah, it's like a found music you know that 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 genre yeah yeah, yeah. where you just you know oh oh look i found a cassette on the street <laughs> all right has some weird noises on it yeah i will i will appropriate this for my own work it's so cagian I found this music, hence found music. I want to be the first. Okay. I want to be the first person to play John Cage's four minutes and thirty-three seconds for Congress. <laughs> I'm gonna do the loudest version of four thirty-three possible. It'd be fun to do it for Congress, and then Congress being like, it, <laughs> "That wasn't anything," and I'll be like, "Yeah, it was the sound of you guys doing nothing." I like oh. I like the idea of Obama being so square that he has a very negative reaction to 433. What the fuck was that? That was a bunch of bullshit. I didn't care for that. That's when that's like when I read Foucault to get pussy. Obama has didn't the worst taste of anyone in America. Obama liked the good Lord Bird. Yeah, well, <laughs> Obama just likes whatever's new. He likes prestige TV. He sucks. He's not my hero. He's my anti-hero. Who is Barry? Who is Barry? Do you think he still controls the country? 
no. secretly. I think he he controls Netflix, which is in a way controlling the country. Didn't the didn't the Republicans say in like twenty at the end of twenty sixteen that Obama was going to declare martial law and become a dictator? Yeah, that would have been funny if that happened. That's fu- it's funny that both sides say the exact same things now each time, and <laughs> it's very funny because that's what they were saying about Obama, and so naturally we're saying it about Trump. Yeah, but, you know, there was nothing about Obama that would make him seem like he was a dictator. Except for, you know, all, like, being an American president, where they all preside over, you know, massive covert death of brown people millions of miles away. That's kind of dictatorial when you think about it. But in each case, they all could do it. All of the presidents could have done a coup. Could you imagine, except maybe Carter, that fuck. Mm -hmm. Could you imagine the Gerald Ford coup? Um, We're going to send the tanks yeah. down into Virginia. <laughs> oh, I'm Gerald Ford. That's my Gerald Nixon could have cooed. Why didn't Nixon coo? I wish Nixon cooed. Oh, I Much more. In, I, then we would have escape from New York, but in reality. Well, supposedly the, the tanky position is that Nixon was set up by the CIA. Mm. And that the CIA did Watergate. CIA did Watergate because uh, he, uh, Nixon was getting buddy buddy with Mao. I don't know. It. I don't. I can't follow. They. They love the CIA now. Some tankies I saw on Twitter. Tankies which, love the CIA. Twitter, now? which is no tankies love Nixon. They, oh, tankies love Nixon. Yeah, they hate. They, what? They think that the CIA set up Nixon, and they think Nixon was like a Stalinist, a secret Stalinist. Well. Maybe he was. Maybe old Tricky Dick. Nah, man. Was Red Dick. He was bad. He was doing bad stuff to Vietnam. Yeah. Yeah, he was. I don't know. I don't know much about Nixon's presidency other than the fact that, uh, 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 except for like all the weirdly good stuff that happened under Nixon's presidency, like the EPA. Mm hmm. Uh,. I can't remember it. What are other things? I feel like um, segregation drastically increased under him, or am I wrong well, about that? Well, LBJ directly I feel like because him, of the he, hmm? con- he continued it. I think he continued working with... Uh, he didn't, like, try to repeal the Civil Rights Act, I don't think. Yeah, but it was, it was under Nixon that busing became, like... One of those big... I'm not talking about segregation in the, um, like, the overt, you know... Uh, we have to send in the National Guard because Orville Faubus is being a dick. I'm talking about, like, the more systemic, like, taxate. You know that famous old Lee Atwater quote, whereas you yeah. say the N-word, 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 and then it doesn't work anymore, so you have to start talking about taxes. Yeah. Where that was really, like, the policy that was driven by Nixon, especially in the form of, like, the busing debate, where busing became the code word for, like, okay, how are we going to agitate you know, centrist white people about black people. I think busing was even like the issue with Joe Biden. That's like from from where the quote, I don't want my kids growing up in a jungle, a racial jungle. Yeah, Joe Biden said that. <laughs> oh man, I love racial jungle where there's just a bunch of like Asian dudes and Latino, Latino people just hanging out in the trees and we're all just chilling. Racial jungle sounds great. I don't know. <laughs> That's... That sounds delightful. I, yeah. We should all hope to live in a racial jungle. I would love to. I was thinking about it might be nice to live in like a nice warm jungle. 
Mm. It's like, you know, kind of rainy but warm all the time. It's never that dark. It doesn't get dark at four. Yeah. Somewhere near the equator. Yeah. I'd love to live. It's really too bad that, you know, in 50 years the equator is going to be too hot for anyone to live on. Yeah. Merry Christmas. And all the vegetation will burn. Yeah. It'll be a Christmas on the equator. 105 degrees and on fire. Yeah, that's. Uh, I always had that idea for a science fiction universe where, like, the Earth gets split in half because the equator becomes an impassable, like, heat belt. Uh, so uh, they're, burning, it, 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 they have to construct a tunnel under the heat belt. I went down, down, down. The flames and uh, but the north and south hemispheres uh, turn into completely different places. Like evolution diverges drastically bow, as a result bow, of it, bow. as the heat belt expands. And ring of fire. And uh, so it will be a metaphor for the oppression of the global south. Yeah, because <laughs> I'm a smart you guy. You think Australia will miss that band of fire, or uh, were they going to get caught in it? I can't tell. Uh, only the tippy top of Australia. <laughs> the tippy toppers. Only the tippy top. All the Indonesians are gonna get caught in it, and they're gonna move from the tippy top down to down to Queensland, down to New South Wales, all the way down to Tasmania. It's the Tasmanians' problem now. All the Indonesians. That would uh, be crazy if all the Indonesians moved to Australia. Yeah, I wouldn't like that very much. Australians are racist. <laughs> Maybe they could set up a big wall. Shaped like a kidney bean. We're going to rebuild the Great Coral Reef. We're going to make it jut out of the water, 16 feet. Keep the Indonesians out. <laughs> Indonesians famously, famously hate coral. <laughs> they can't stand <laughs> We'll shoot poison darts at them from the top of the wall. I can't do Australian. All right, we were worried about the Indonesians, but all the Papua New Guineans are here now. Oh, no, we didn't prepare for them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Dumb racist Australians. Boggins, they call them. Poida. Well, um, as Eric Banner played. You know, I would love to. What I would love to do is, you know, right as the world is cracking in half, to just sort of sneak onto one of these billionaires' cargo planes to off to their estate on New Zealand and then live mm-hmm. there, uh, parasite style, like in their basement. Oh, you can just parasite in anybody's. In anybody's house, I often I walk through rich neighborhoods and just consider parasiting. I would love to parasite some some you know really nice people live in their basement, and become a ghost that lives in their house. Yeah, there's actually a lot. Of, there were a lot of movies, horror movies about like the the twist is the thing is in the walls. There's been a man inside of the house and he's been living in the crawl space. Yeah, that's there's me. a movie called The Boy where that's the twist is that's someone's me. living in the crawl space. I would love to do that and haunt like a little child. It's like whisper (laughs) horrible things. Let's let's make parasiting a meme, like planking was. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Yeah. Long. Everyone's parasiting now, sneaking into rich houses and just living there. Well, it'd be fun to parasite Jeff Bezos and see what kind of weird um, weird dates he goes on. I think he's single now. I think Jeff Bezos, the weirdest thing about him is that he has the Shino Ballo machine like in The Simpsons and he and he uh, polishes his head. For, yeah, for his head. Did you see his uh, ex-wife was gave away like $4 billion? Yeah, good old Mackenzie Bezos. She's awesome. She's, she's cool. House That's a really... Listener of the week, Mackenzie Bezos. 
Yeah, Mackenzie listens to this podcast. She's she's up there. Yeah, she she's could up win there, our sweepstakes. Listener. What was our sweepstakes again? Uh, so you travel with us to Japan to go to Super Nintendo World with Mackenzie yes. Bezos. Yes. <laughs> I thought I was thinking about deli meat. I can't remember. That's like that's a really long game of like charity because like Mackenzie Bezos has now you know she's she's done way more for you know uh, good deeds. I don't know what she donated to. It's possible she donated it's just to another... um, universities that have never had major donors before. So it's a bunch. of... That's actually really fucking. That's second really tier, cool, second actually. tier local colleges that no one pays attention to. She donated to like eighty of them. It was their biggest for all of them, the biggest donation they'd ever received. That's uh, that's actually pretty cool. You go, girl. Uh, it's hard to be cynical. I mean, it's, it's easy to be cynical about the system that would ever allow this much money to be accumulated by one person. But if it has to be this way. That's a pretty good way to subvert it because that act actually does make education more accessible to, uh, I mean, hypothetically, if the universities use the donation right by offering scholarships and such. If they don't, you know, and just spend it all on new scoreboards, then it's, you know, worth less than nothing. The universities just got football teams. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yes. New football uniforms Score. for Mackenzie Bezos. So much more football now. <laughs> oh, we're going to get a new stadium and it's going to have cheerleaders. Still, it's better than whatever the hell Jeff Bezos is doing. Yeah, um, uh, I believe man, he is. That's such a long game. To, Jeff Bezos, to I believe he uh, currently is working in the Congo to take food away from starving babies. I believe is what yes. he does in the Congo. He is personally going to every baby and reaching down their throat. Yeah, he's the. You remember Coney, Joseph Coney? He's, Joseph Coney. He's yeah. the, uh, Jeff Bezos has taken over for Coney. Yeah, he's child soldiers. It's all about child soldiers yeah. now. Uh, Jeff Bezos, you know, he he just has a bunch of child brides in Phuket. He loves Phuket. Mm. He calls it fuck it because you can just say fuck it there, you know. Yeah, he, that's what Jeff Bezos yeah. is into. I would love uh, to see Jeff Bezos uh, plop down in the Vietnamese jungle in 1968. Yeah. See how he handled it, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then he gets killed by uh, John Landis because he tells a helicopter to land on him wrong. You know, Predator is really the best Christmas movie. Predator is the best Christmas movie. Because it, it takes uh, place on, like Die Hard, it takes place on Christmas, but you wouldn't know. It, it, yeah, you wouldn't, you wouldn't guess from the scene, but it's really... See, the thing is, um, uh, Carl Weathers... And Arnold Schwarzenegger haven't seen each other in the longest time. Mm -hmm. And their Christmas presents are each other. Mm -hmm. And so we really are invested in, you know, this budding Christmas romance. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, uh, that's what that's what heightens predators. Is that, is that by heightened emotion. You just got distracted by a text. I got, a te I got distracted by Can a text. Can you read the text on your computer? No, I, I, I can't. I'm actually, I'm operating on my phone right now. Oh. I'm using my phone to Zoom. <laughs> you fucker. <laughs> you poor fucker. <laughs> I'm a poor, my, my laptop, my laptop cacked out. It my laptop was stolen by two men who were kicking me. And I, when I was trying to sleep on the ground. That's you. <laughs> That's you. <laughs> I, I carry my laptop everywhere. I clutch it like a child. And I was on a brief constitution in the park, and I thought, what a beautiful day. I shall rest under this maple, and I shall dream 
of the dreams that the maple shall give me. And uh, before I knew it, two, two young ruffians uh, uh, in steel-toed boots, which had little spikes on the end of Did them. Did they call I know you slurs? Because I have, they called me slurs. They called me, they called me faggot several times. Oh, my God. They called they called me Fagula. Uh, yeah. They called count me. Fag- uh, they call you Count. They fag- called me Count Fagula. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and they kicked you. They kicked you, and they wouldn't stop. They kicked me, and they wouldn't stop calling me Count Fagula. Yeah. And I, I, they had spikes on the boots, which I know because uh, when I lifted up my shirt, my my torso had the texture of Edward James Olmos's face, oh. pockmarked by many holes. Oh, they no. were weeping. With little strands of blood, uh, and on the ground they formed a most uh, curious notation. Uh, it's uh, said to me by my uncle Wilfred uh, before he passed. It said, uh, uh, "Shine on you, boy, for you are a dink." And that and, was the spirit uh, of Christmas, right? It was the spirit of Christmas. It was Uncle Wilfred. You know, we don't it, and we don't really those ruffians. We don't really uh, talk much anymore in our society about the spirit of Christmas. Um, so now I'd like to take this opportunity to ask you, what does the spirit of Christmas mean for you? Uh, well, I am Max Weber, and in my book, The Protestant Work Ethic and the Spirit of Christmas, we, we understand that hard work is what makes people make things. And in making things, we have created something with our labor, and as a result, it has our love and our essence of godliness in it, and we exchange it to other people. So actually, the creation and gifting of material things is reminiscent of our relationship with God, who gifts love to us. And I, uh, wow. the spirit Thank of, you, Max, spirit Max Weber. Thank you, Max, Max Weber. Weber. That was a very... So the spirit of Christmas to you is, is the labor that we do for each other? This, you infuse the labor into your present... And, you know, you, you put the labor, uh, you, you really rub yourself until, you know, your labor gets all over that present. Okay, uh, I guess I'll be, you I'll know, be German you walk yourself to the ball. socialist, social scientist, or whatever, uh, Friedrich Hayek on the spirit of Christmas. And it's about money, how <laughs> money is really what is the motivation, is in perhaps the essence of the human spirits and this is why money is what you must give for Christmas it's Frederick Hayek and the spirit of Christmas you see Frederick Hayek I disagree Mr. Hayek because you know cash you have put no labor into the cash you have not put all of your labor onto the cash so what you need to do instead is to take that cash and to and to spend it on paper is to spend it on some paper and you make some nice Christmas cards. Well, you make some nice condom origami. Are we so you sure that labor is something that should be exchanged for money instead of just a duty assigned to certain castes? Uh, what would the difference? What's the difference? What's the difference? Well, in one, we have a society like ancient India where we have castes, and certain castes don't get paid for their labor. They're just expected to do it because of their caste. The caste system. Mm-hmm. Hmm. What do you think about doing uh, the that? The casting couch means something totally different in India. <laughs> Just kidding. It means the same thing. It's, yeah, it's worse. <laughs> it's actually worse. It's the same oh thing, God. but twice as worse. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Can you imagine the Indian equivalent to Harvey Weinstein? Oh. 
Rajpur Weinstein. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he's, he's also his last name is also Weinstein. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh my god. Has Bollywood been been fraught with Me Too scandals? Mm-hmm. I don't follow mm-hmm. Bollywood. It has. Yes, it has. Always. Oh, no. It's always being fraught with scandals. It's kind of part of... They kind of, like, have incorporated it. They have a good sex scandal in Bollywood on the reg as a... As a How do you know so much about ardent, Bollywood? As a brother of an ardent follower of Bollywood, I was abre- uh-huh. kept abreast of the, of the uh, sexual scandals. We, uh, you know, Ishwari Arai. It's too I'm bad. an Ishwari Arai guy. I was hoping with we would get a president where we could have a good sex scandal, um, like an act, you know, because the the Trump sex scandal was not very good. Well, nothing came of it. Like uh, that. Se- whoa! Like, like a, the sex scandal that the guy had in North Carolina was a good sex scandal. What was the details of what was that guy's name? Sean Shemmerhorn or like uh, Madison Blowback or what was what was that guy's name? Uh, Ma- Madison Blow. Uh, it was Kevin. Come on my tits, I believe. Is Kevin, come on my tits. The name of the uh, he's a Polish guy. Uh, the name uh, running in the for the Democrats, caught in a scandal, a sexting scandal where he would say really vanilla ooh. things like "I can't wait oh, yeah. to be with you." I love you. <laughs> I want to leave my wife and be with you. And she was texting her best friend like, I have this stupid senator guy wrapped around my finger, and I could make him do whatever I wanted. Watch this. And then she leaked that um, they were, she leaked the texts. And he was exposed. That's pretty cool. And then he lost. <laughs> and that was life is ruined. Uh, Cal Cunningham. Bob Cunningham? Cal. Cal Cunningham. Cal Cal Cunningham. Oh yes, I remember now. Mm-hmm. He lost. I thought he won, even even no, despite no. the sexting. Oh scandal. no no, he lost. Uh, Trump won North Carolina. Hmm. Remember, remember the election. Mm. Remember the no, election that would never it, end. It, hey, it's it it ended quicker than two thousand. Mm-hmm. I have lived through a longer election. And it might not be the longest. Who knows? Maybe, maybe when Trump runs against Kamala Harris, there there'll be an actual. Nah, we're a Biden twenty twenty four podcast, and you know it. Biden twenty twenty four all the way. Yeah, you're right. He is going to make it. I think that's another prediction. We're going to say it right now. Biden will start a co- Biden will start a police action. That's prediction number one okay, for the year. Prediction number one. Uh, I think we can safely say that. Yeah, in the next four years, there will be. A, a very uh, ill-advised military action to occur. Second, Biden won't resign. Uh, he will oh, make it no. to 2024. Hell, yeah, he will. Yeah. Hell, yeah. Uh, because he will be infused with the hubris of just being president. Yeah, I get And that. having a bunch of, like, pod johns agreeing with him all the he time. get that BDE from being president. Mm-hmm. So that, those are the two predictions. Biden, a, and he won't die because he's filled with a dream. Third prediction. Third prediction. The Republicans will take the House in 2022 and impeach Biden. He'll be impeached. <laughs> they're going to appoint... For, for hair sniffing? They're going to appoint a special prosecutor or special counsel. Trump's going to appoint some special counsels. I, I guarantee it. He's thinking about doing one already to investigate the Biden thing. And then that mm-hmm. uh, special counsel is going to work for two years like um, Mr. Mueller did. And it's, mm-hmm. we're going to have a nice impeachment 2023 right before the 2024 mm-hmm. election. 
Except nothing will come of it. Correct. They will not be able to convict him. But they will impeach him. And it's gonna be great. Mm-hmm. And we'll just... Every president will be impeached from now yeah, on. Yeah, and at, at every president will... At the end of four years, the opposition will say, he's gonna be a dictator. He's not He's not gonna <laughs> step down. And also, every four years, there are, um, you know, gonna get more and more dictatorial, the presidents. I bet Biden's gonna do mm-hmm. some crazy shit. Yeah, well, we'll... We'll see what happens. We'll see if Civil War, if Electric Boogaloo's happening. People want it. They want it. Yeah. It's in the blood. It's going to take 10 years, but now the countdown has started. Yeah. That's, a, we're, that's my we're long... Boogaloo boys now. My long prediction is Civil War, but in 10 years. We have a ways to go. I think America will not see a f- true Civil War, but it will see violence in in basically in 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 uh, battleground states, like literally Ohio and Florida will become the sites of all the violence. And Michigan, oh no. And Michigan, yeah. Well, if it happens, but the east and west coasts and Texas will be fine. We'll bring it to Canada. <laughs> We're gonna take Canada yeah. this time. If we have a civil war, the winning side should take Canada. Hey, okay. we'll go along with whatever, except don't don't fuck with us. We're crafty boys. No, you're not you know? allowed to pledge allegiance to the queen anymore. You pledge allegiance. Hey, we don't pledge allegiance yeah. to the you queen. Become our we pledge allegiance state. to the beaver. No, you, you're going to become our vassal state, which means um, no democracy. My vasshole? <laughs> you're going to shove it up my vasshole? No, we're, you're going to be our vassal state. So you won't be able to have democracy or voting. I'm sorry, my vasshole? Yeah. And where he, he put all the Vaseline. You're not going to be vassal. allowed. You guys are not going to have free speech. You're, you're not going to have really... All you'll have is Facebook because we're going to put an internet wall around you. Kind of like your... We ch- already don't have free speech. Trudeau officially ended free speech what? in Canada. What did he do now? He just, uh, well, he just said that we're done. There's too many goddamn rude people. Oh, and shit. so we no longer have free speech because there's too many rude people in Canada. So the rude bricks aren't can't say what they want to say now? I know. The Trailer Park Boys are very offended. They've been... Uh, they're freedom fighters now. Oh, trailer really? Park Boys are Antifa now. Are they? Are, is, fighting for the ability to be rude. Oh, man. Yeah, J-Rock You know, that's... That. Th- there's always been... There's always been a fight. There's always been a great cultural war between the rude Canadians and the not-rude Canadians. What about the, the white know? rappers who need to be rude? That's part of their, their, tr- their trade, their trick and trade. What is it? Where would our culture be without snow? Yeah. In farmer, I suck a little dick and I suck on my balls. I lick your bum bum now. In for yeah. Yeah. Remember snow? I do. <laughs> From when you were two years old? Yeah, I remember watching that when I was two. When I was sing mm-hmm. along as a baby. Mm-hmm. I had I That's kinda cute yeah. actually. I like the idea of a baby just mumbling yeah, along make, to it for him. Make that baby Cartman, and that's funny. That's some funny shit. Yeah. Baby Cartman there singing snow? Hell yeah. Whoa. <laughs> I'm like a mixture of Peter Griffin and Cartman. Man, you don't want to mess with me. I'm like I'm like a mixture of Cartman, Bart Simpson, and F is for family. Hell man. yeah. I go into parties and say that in middle school, and I get a lot of friends. <laughs> Whoa, you'd like all those three same cartoons? Damn, dude. I don't know if middle school kids are bragging about liking F is for family. Um, oh, right. Well, 
yeah. Uh, I, yeah, when I was South Park, I would definitely use... I watch South Park. I'm cool. That's a very 12-year-old thing to be. Yeah. That's a very... Actually, no, I was watching... I was, like, feeling cool and edgy for watching South Park when I was nine years old. Damn, dude. I was not allowed to watch it. What's your best Christmas memory? Uh... <laughs> <laughs> my best christmas yeah. memory yeah. what is it uh one time we were uh at a hotel and my uncle let's just call him uncle jay because it's sort of estranged now but yeah well for some reason sometimes my family decides to do i don't want to cook let's do christmas at the hotel this year for some reason and uh, they invited his parents, and it was just a disaster because Uncle Jay has a terrible relationship with his parents. Oh. And it culminated in his, uh, an argument culminated in his father saying, this, this is what I think of your opinion. Mm -hmm. And he flushed the toilet. Uh, oh. And so they left. Oh. And Uncle Jay was very upset. And I managed to calm him down when I was a kid. And then nice. uh, nice everybody was able to get along because they were no longer <laughs> threatened by Uncle Jay's terrible How emotional How did you calm state. him down? I just talked to him, didn't, and didn't because I was him, a kid, it sort of pacified him. You didn't please him sexually? No, nah, yeah, I didn't suck his dick. <laughs> it was good. I'm glad I didn't. That would that would be my worst Christmas memory. Well, that sounds like a terrible Christmas memory, but I guess it's nice because you calmed your uncle down. Uh, that's my only Christmas memory because because it was mildly traumatic. That's the only that's the only Christmas I can remember. Uh, I guess you were technically Jewish. Yeah, well, I, I, we did celebrate Christmas, but it's like uh, every Christmas sort of blended together. You know, it's the same. It's, you wake up early, you get presents, uh, okay, eat well, breakfast what was sandwiches. the best present you ever got? The best present? Uh, it was probably a video. If I, I don't think I ever got a video game system for Christmas, though. For some reason, I always uh, got those at weird non-present times. Yeah, like when you broke your arm like, or something. Yeah, well, because it was like my parents were like, we don't want him playing video games. It's going to ruin his life. And it did. Yeah. They were right about that. But, uh, <laughs> yes. Your life is ruined. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Cyberpunk 2020. Oh, so bad. It's apparently so bad. I'm so, it's so funny. Cyberpunk mm -hmm. being pulled from the Sony PlayStation Store. Can you believe it? Mm -hmm. Eight years, $330 million. I'm actually, I'm positively I'm positively over the moon about this because you know last episode was all about how I think the model of cyberpunk, uh, what it means for not just people's immersion into games but also the industry at large how it necessitates this abuse of workers to achieve. I think this will dissuade people from trying to embrace this model of video gaming. I really hope it will because it's like uh, unsustainable. And it's leading us in a bad direction. Agreed. It is the root of all evil. Mm-hmm. Mm. Uh, mm. But yeah, the game looks cool. I might buy it. Yeah, it, 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 looks it, cool. yeah, it does look cool. If I get that get stimmy, it on PC. If you get, get it on anything, get that stimmy. I'm going to get that stimmy and maybe buy me some cyberpunks. Get that stimmy. Yeah. Stimmy's enough for PS5. <laughs> stimmy's enough. 600 stimmy. 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 Get mm -hmm. that stimmy. Oh, I'm getting my stimmy. Get my stimmy. I'm having more babies to get more stimmies. I can buy. Can we have a baby in a month real quick I, in order to I can let's buy, adopt six kids so we can get more stimmy? I can buy four ounces of legal weed and then drive to Ohio <laughs> and sell it. Make 800 bucks <laughs> off that stimmy. 
Uh, Hell yeah! It's called business. Yeah, we're gonna spend a we're gonna spend a, a sub restaurant where you exclusively spend your stimmy money. Call it Stimmy Johns, mm-hmm. and we deliver really slowly. Yeah, we have a we have Jimmy Johns here. I I should order from them more to support <coughs> restaurants during this time when they cannot be open. Yeah, especially isn't Jimmy Johns owned by like uh, some idiot. sort of conservative weirdo? Yeah, oh, yeah, definitely owned by a fat idiot. I was seeing the Domino's. Uh, see, when I moved here, I should have followed up on this, and maybe I still will. When I moved here, I was like, I know where I'm going to work. I'm going to work for Domino Corporate. And I never yeah. did. I never ended up working for Domino Corporate because I was going to pick up the phone every time and be like, hello, thank you for calling Domino Corporate. <laughs> and uh, I, Domino's has apparently given all of their em- corporate employees $1,200 bonuses. This is not obviously the franchise employees. Those are employed by the franchise owners. These are not the people delivering their pizzas. But it's the people working for Domino Corporate. And I should have done it. I should have done it. You should work at Domino Corporate. Yeah. That's how you end. Everyone who works at Domino <laughs> Corporate has to talk like this. Oh, yeah. Well, the reason Domino's. I found out the reason why their pizza is so fucking weird is because pizza in the Midwest is a disaster. Hmm. Like there's, some, How so? there's something called Detroit like style Detroit pizza, style pizza? which I don't understand. I think you put the sauce on top of the cheese. Yeah, and then you, like, it's casserole. It's just, it's just. Uh, <laughs> look, pizza. You want that fancy Italian style pizza is made for people in warm climates. You know where they don't need a gigantic carton worth of bread in their system at all times. Meanwhile, you get up to the colder lands, you get to Chicago, you get to Michigan, you know, it's cold up there, you know? So you gotta have this gigantic hunk of bread, which just has a little bit of cheese and sauce on top, just for flavor, you know? <laughs> yeah, well, I don't... I made it so I Maybe can't a order pizza. fresh basil. I'm gonna have to yeah. make pizza tonight, you know? I can't order it. I like Detroit-style pizza. What? I defy you. I think it's good. I think it's tasty. Well, I've never I, had it. I am a fan of disgusting Midwestern snacks. Yeah, I've never had it because Including Chicago Deep Dish. Well, yeah. Chicago Deep Dish is not bad. All these New York people who are snobs about Chicago Deep Dish pizza, you're snobs. It's I don't not care real pizza, though. It's casserole, like you said. You just said it. See, <laughs> you said it. You just said it. Now you're taking it back. It's you're calling us snobs, us New Yorkers, of which I am not one. Uh, you New Yorkers are snobs. All of you New Yorkers, they're jerks. Everyone from New York is a jerk. Everyone, all of them. The Bunglero. Uh, uh, who is that guy that made paintings? Uh, uh, frickin' uh, <laughs> the Bunglero. I think I got a bike for Christmas one year, and that was good. Did you? I think I got a bike what? one year for Christmas. That's your favorite Christmas memory? I don't know. Memory? My favorite Christmas memory, if we're going to do the way you did it, which is like pick a depressing memory, I could pick plenty, but God, jeez. Okay, geez. what's, geez. what's the, what's, yeah, I just chose my Christmas memory, the thing that I, oh. the one Christmas I remember because something interesting happened. Uh, what was your, what's your Christmas memory? My, okay, fine. My Christmas memory is I found out, we found out my mom had cancer. So we had frozen pizza. <laughs> That's a bad Christmas. That's my Christmas That's, memory. It's a real bad Christmas. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> Just sitting in silence yeah, eating I, pizza. I don't remember what I got for Christmas the next five years after that. There you go. 
<laughs> I don't remember any present I got for Christmas. Damn. I, I just, they were all presents. I remember having a PlayStation, but I don't think I got yeah, it. I guess it shows you it's just not that important to give Christmas gifts. Yeah, just give one. Just one, one per lifetime? Per person? Yeah. Yeah. Hope this is the one Christmas that you remember. Because we yeah. know, I know from experience, you're only going to really remember one. So... Yeah, well, yeah, if Christmases aren't traumatic, you don't remember them. That's right. Unless, you know, they're like, they're like, oh, you get a pony or something like that. I feel like if I had gotten, like, a puppy as a kid, I probably would have remembered that Christmas, but I never got a puppy as a kid. I remember one my time. My parents didn't want to help me take care of a puppy. I remember one time what? my sister fell down the stairs, and she had to go to the emergency room, and I had just put a plate of spaghetti on the table, and my dad yelled at me, eat your spaghetti! <laughs> and I had to eat my spaghetti while crying. It was very funny. I was, was that I was, on Christmas? Yeah, it was. It was not on Christmas, but it, it should have been. That's a good, <laughs> that a good Christmas style memory. The Christmas spaghetti. Yeah, Frank Sinatra oh, would always. Oh, broke her arm on the holiday, <laughs> and I'm here with my passed away. That's a good, that, that old eaten. Frank Sinatra tune, Christmas spaghetti. <laughs> Oh, oh, Jack, you gotta get your sauce for the Christmas spaghetti. <laughs> hey, Jack, you gotta move on for your Christmas pasta. It's not penne rigatoni. It's not pepperoni. It's just the Christmas spaghetti for you and your bitch. <laughs> That's frequently how uh, Frank Sinatra songs ended. I'm trying to think of my own Frank Sinatra style it's just a that's how uh, that's a fly me to the moon and take me way upon the stars let me see what earth is like in jupiter and mars in other words you're a goddamn bitch <laughs> that's that's uh uh frank sinatra during his divorce proceedings <laughs> i think frank sinatra would only would like eat steak and drink whiskey on christmas that's all he would ever mm. do. Mm -hmm. Him and Dean Martin. Man, yeah. what a bunch of weirdos. Bunch of weird guys, yeah. that rat pack. Bunch they should have called them the weird pack. I don't like that thing where you, like, it's a guy thing to smoke cigars. I don't like that. Why? Because it's like you're puffing on a bunch of dicks in the same room. No, and well, you're all like saying, yeah. aha, these dicks are so flavorful yeah. and tasty. Yeah, because it's like that. And it, it's like. Why aren't we just sampling hot dogs, like sucking on a hot dog? Ooh, this hot, meaty. It's meaty. Yeah. Why aren't we just sucking on a hot dog and, like, sucking it in and out so it, like, keeps going in and out of our mouths and we, we just yeah. all, and <laughs> we have fun that way. Yeah. You ever you ever poop in a condom and freeze it? You ever do that for yourself? Uh, yeah, they call it, yeah, they, that's an Alaskan pipeline. Yeah, and it's, that. it's yeah. a DIY dildo approach. Yes. Yeah. But you know, make sure it's uh, make sure to double pack the condom because you don't want to get your shit shit in your pussy. Yeah, that's like a double stuff Oreo original meaning. See, that's what's great about doing an Alaskan pipeline when you're gay is because you know if you get shit in your asshole, no big deal. Well, it's you know? your own shit. Yeah. 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 But you don't want to get shit in your put. Don't use it if it's a lady. You know. Oh. Make sure. Well, the other naturally. problem is is like naturally. how how. 
that's like a real beat the clock situation. Oh man, I gotta get off before this feces unfreezes. And mm. I'm just masturbating with slop. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, you know, a cold dildo is the best dildo I've always thought. Icy cold. <laughs> Icy cold dildo. Made Get your, your frozen dildos here. Made. Like on a hot day, you know how they have like frozen <laughs> mugs at the parking lot? Yeah, in France. <laughs> For in the France, ladies. On a, on a hot day, they have <laughs> frozen dildos. Yeah, fr- ice, ice cold dildos. Shove them up your pussy and feel the, the, the crispness inside. Yeah. Yeah, well, they they have the the attachment on your bike seat in France, and they, that's why they have all the bike shops have the walk-in mm-hmm. refrigerators so that the, the yeah, cold the French the the in- cold. The inventors of condom origami, those sick fucks, those sick racist fucks. Oh yeah, apparently France is having like emergency national lockdown because of beheadings. How many beheadings? I think they've had a couple. Yeah, does and like, like now Macron is like right wing. Yeah, I mean, he was always right wing. But now he's super right. Now he's like making it like elite, like surveying all of these uh, Islamic priests and being like, you can't be what's called a separatist. He's like, he's like imprisoning separatists, which they've just decided to define. Mm. It's weird. It's not good. No, I mean, Macron always had pretty fashy vibes. He sort of looks like a French homelander from the boys. He looks like he drinks milk by the gallon. Mm Mm-hmm. I bet he does. I bet, don't leave me I bet when he gets home from after a long day of French work wearing a suit, he'll drink a gallon of milk and it'll just it'll just pour down the sides of his mouth into his suit and his suit will get all milky and then he'll just go to mm-hmm. bed in that same suit and wake up <laughs> feeling all milky and disgusting and it's like kind of rotting. Oh, you do not like my sweet de lait? His milk it's my It's my sweet de lait. And he'll just go to work in a milk suit and he'll just do that day after day after day <laughs> until the milk smell is curdled and sour and he's growing cheese in his armpits and his belly button and no one can say anything because he holds absolute power because he's Jupiterian. You know, he's Jupiter he's, uh, incarnate. than man he's, at this point. He's cla- he claims to be a god emperor Jupiter who rules over all mankind, the father of Zeus. That's who he says he is. They fear me because I am the milkman. Yeah. <laughs> I am l'homme du lait. L'homme du lait. Je suis Macron. He's a cookie. Milk and cookie. Hmm. <laughs> Uh, well, and and but yeah, and then Santa comes in at the end to defeat him by drinking him. Merry Christmas, everyone! Sorry for the disturbing visuals during this episode. Uh, yeah, but Merry. We're gonna do it. We're doing a trigger warning at the end of the episode. Happy. <laughs> yeah, trigger warning. Disturbing <laughs> visuals. Uh, don't listen to the previous hour and a half if you have any kind of sensitivities. And uh, you know, smoke them if you got them. We only got uh, six months left on Earth. Boom! Calvinism. Merry Christmas, everybody. We know that eleven hundred of us will go to heaven, but we don't know which eleven hundred it is. That's that's what Christmas is all about, baby. That's what it is. (laughs) 